Hey yo, what up everybody? It's Power 5 Sports Podcast. I'm Alex Maxwell, alongside Jake Gorwitz, and we're back with some baseball. We haven't done baseball yet, Jake. We had to get on this. So, some America's pastime. We had to throw some at you. Uh, sorry we haven't been posting in a while. It's been, it's been a hot second. But diving right into some juicy MLB action, kicking things off with the red-hot Boston Red Sox. Jake, throw me some of your thoughts. What are you feeling right now? The Boston Red Sox, you can't start with any other team but, but the Sox here. Led by first-year manager Alex Cora, he's got these boys off to a hot start. Like you said, Mookie Betts, Rafael Devers, Andrew Benintendi, the young studs that are leading this lineup, they're just cranking bombs, hitting dingers left and right. I'm loving the Red Sox so far this season. And you, you go down the line, they have an incredible pitching staff, great rotation. J.D. Martinez is another notable name mm. that you that you want Word. to uh, pay attention to. Yeah. I mean, just, let's just get it going. I'm so excited to be back. Yeah, and finishing it off with the Red Sox, um, Chris Sale, like you said, Rick Porcello, David Price, and the intimidating closer, Craig Kimbrell, who throws absolute smoke. Uh, moving on to their arch rivals, the New York Yankees, the, bon- the Bronx Bombers, uh, as some say. The boys in the pinstripes. The boys in the pinstripes. Uh, the most hated team in America, arguably. By f- could Definitely could be. I don't uh, like the Yankees. Do you like the Yankees? I don't hate the Yankees. I'm not a big fan, but I appreciate the Yankees. I like some of their young 20, players. Yeah, 27-time World Series champs. Yeah, that's, that's a little ridiculous. Yeah. they. Yeah, they had, you okay. know what? That That's... That's another podcast. Most yeah. hated teams. Most in hated teams in America. That, that's a beaut. We gotta get going on yeah, that. Write that down. All right. Uh, moving on. Hey, first, you write that down. First year uh, manager Aaron Boone uh, coming from the broadcast booth down to the uh, the dugout. First year manager, doing well so far. High expectations from the Bronx. But uh, let's dive into some of those players. Aaron Judge, of course. Some speculations would have been like. Yo, Aaron Judge had a very good rookie year. Um, could he keep it up next year? Well, so far he has. He's hitting like 340 with like six bombs, and those have been moonshots. So Aaron Judge has definitely been holding his end of the bargain. But one guy that hasn't been, John Carlos Stanton. Jake, I'll let you get to him. What do you think about him right now? For the amount of money that the Yankees are paying John Carlos Stanton, how is this guy not producing mm. to his full potential? In a small bet, ballpark, too. In a small ballpark, a hitter-friendly ballpark. The fences are <laughs> incredibly close. This just baffles me that John Carlos Stanton isn't hitting dingers on a daily basis. But you know what? D.D. Gregorius has really been picking up the slack. Yeah. He is one of the best players in the league, in my opinion. D.D. Gregorius, great young Young player, fairly young. Yeah, yeah, shortstop. Not uh, a spring chicken, but no. You but know what? He's getting the job done. He is. Yeah, he's definitely uh, holding the end of the bargain um, on his deal. So their their top two uh, players right now are Aaron Judge and Didi Gregorius, uh, not John Carlos Stanton. Is it okay to boo? I hear a lot of Yankees fans booing him. Do you think that's okay? That's that's a tough one. That's a close call for me. It's. I guess it depends on the player. It get it depends on the organization, really the atmosphere that comes along with being at a certain ballpark. But with Giancarlo Stanton and the Yankee fans, I don't know. It. I'm what do you with, think? I'm gonna roll with no because yeah. it won't help him in any way. It's not gonna help one bit. Right. It can only hurt. Mm-hmm. It's gonna make the guy feel bad about himself. Right. 
And, I mean, everybody knows Stanton's trying right, to, so. hit, to hit bombs, home runs every day, but it's just not working out so far. Yeah, exactly. Um, but let's move on to that bullpen and those starters that they have. Uh, Tanaka, Severino, uh, Sonny Gray. and Sonny Gray are three of those very nice little starters they have. Luis Severino averaging like a 98-mile-an-hour fastball. But you can't forget about those two big heat-throwing guys in the bullpen, Dylan Patances and Araldis Chapman, both throwing major smoke and are both tremendous and impossible to hit. Uh, so, Jake, do you think this is the best bullpen in baseball? I think it might be, Alex. And when you have such a strong bullpen like the Yankees do, you are so hard to stop, especially when you get to the postseason and you have close games every night. You're trying to close out these these ball games. It's it's such a nice asset to have, and the Yankees are really going to utilize this going Absolutely. forward. Yeah. And before we move on to the rest of our AL little preview here, our thoughts, let's let's take notice of Torres, that young prospect that they mm-hmm. just called up. Yeah, uh, the number one prospect in the organization and one of the best um, overall. Overall, yeah. Uh, nice little shortstop, middle infielder, tremendous arm. Uh, they say he's very fast. He's a five-tool player, which is something you need in uh, the MLB, which is always very valuable. And I think the Yankees are going to bring him up. Um, and, yeah, let's see what he does. Let's see uh, the impact he makes. should be very fun to watch. And let's see what he does for the organization. And, yeah, so the Yankees have a very, very bright future because all of those guys we just named are not old. Yeah, we just saw a picture of this Torres guy. And his forearms are just, and his ooh. biceps, his triceps, this guy is just bumping. He's jacked. Yeah, he's, he's doing it right. He's, this guy is pumping yeah. every day. Let's just uh, let's keep our, not, yeah. our eye out um, for him. Moving on to a team with a lot of hype is the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Well, first off, let's start off with no one other than Shohei Otani. This guy has been the, the headlines of, I'm sure, every news baseball article, sports article in the country of Japan, as well as America. I mean, this guy is taking the world by storm. It's literally, he's hitting like 340 with a, three bombs, like 11 RBIs, but he's just, he can rake. And then the next day, he goes out and pitches like a full game and gets a win. He has a two-point-something ERA, and he's just raking right now. You've never seen anybody do this both ways. They say the last guy that has have got has recorded a win and like a home run is Babe Ruth. So look at what Shohei Otani has done, and he's it's unheard of. Folks, this guy's a once-in-a-generation, once-in-a-lifetime type of player here. Like you said, we haven't seen anybody like this since Babe Ruth. People are saying that Shohei Otani could possibly win the Cy Young, the MVP, and the Rookie of the Year. Oh, my goodness. That is just unheard of in any sport, especially baseball. This is crazy. He's putting up crazy numbers. And Shohei Otani, he is the real deal. Yeah. He throws about averages about 98, and he hits balls 400-plus. I mean, that's... That just doesn't happen every day. But quickly, we're going to glance over the rest of that team because that would be unfair to mention Mike Trout, who's leading the MLB in home runs right now, Uh, Justin Upton, Ian Kinsler, 
Albert Pujols to go along with them. That's a very good team to have there. No, that, Angels and Simmons. That is a scary lineup they yeah. have. I hope that the Angels can go far because I feel like with this, pl- this publicity, it's good for the sport. And I hope Otani can keep it up because he's tremendous. But uh, moving on to the last year's champs, the Houston Astros. Let's start off with uh, George Springer patrolling the center field. He's been, he's, he's been very nice in the leadoff spot so far. He's hitting a lot of home runs. So if he can continue to put pressure on the, the other team with that, the lineup behind him with guys like Jose Altuve and Carlos Correa, that's a dangerous lineup. Jake, your thoughts? Yeah, the Houston Astros, they could easily repeat as world champions. I mean, this team is just – it's this lineup from top to bottom. You don't want to mess with it. Like you said, George Springer, with the amount of at-bats he is getting per game at the leadoff spot, right. he is a just an unbelievable player that not many organizations have in yeah. today's MLB. Great asset. Another player to uh, to mention, Alex Bregman. Nice little third base right there. Great glove. Great glove, great bat. And on the pitching side of things, mm-hmm. Justin Verlander, Dallas Keuchel, Lance McCullers, all names. Garrett Cole, yeah. Garrett Cole. Filthy. Filthy. That's, that's just what they are. Yeah. Uh, I think the Astros could easily repeat as uh, world champs. But let's, let's not forget about some teams that have maybe been a little surprising. Uh, Cleveland. They have very high expectations right now. Um, the Indians have been doing well, 10-8, and eight, but they haven't really come off to a, a really good start. Uh, Andrew Miller still hasn't allowed a run yet. He's, his ERA is zero. Uh, Francisco Lindor and Jason Kipnis kind of pulling their weight. Uh, so the Indians, I think they'll be fine. But let's not forget about the Oakland A's. They're, nobody thought the A's would amount to anything. Uh, they're one game below 500. they They're 6-4 in their last 10, and they just threw a no-header against the Boston Red Sox. So that's pretty impressive right there. And finally, the Detroit Tigers. Nobody thought they would... People thought this would be a historically bad year. They are one game below 500 with some nice little outings. And, yeah, they're half. They're a game, game and a half. half out of it. I mean, and they have, they're not playing bad, really. If you really watch them, I mean, yeah, they make stupid plays, but nobody thought it would be like this. So Yeah, and with the Tigers, our hometown team here, you, you can't ignore that they've lost so many one nothing, yeah, one run games. Yeah, it's they gross. just, yeah. And but my point is with this, they turn those games around. They they close out. They finish the games that they're expected to. Right. They make the plays that, they make the routine plays. Yeah. They're they're easily over five hundred, and they're hundred percent. They're breathing down the Cleveland Indians' neck. True. 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 Uh, moving on to the NL, we're going to uh, maybe quickly name glance uh, some of these teams. Let's start off with the Arizona Diamondbacks, uh, how they've been. Paul Goldschmidt easily could be the MVP. They're 14-6. and six. Uh, Nice pitching staff. They got um, Zach Granke and Robbie Ray uh, holding down the pitching staff. Um, you look at who else they have, Jake, pa- Jake Lamb and A.J. Pollock. Jake Lamb, a hard-hitting uh, third baseman who can just rake and hit bombs. I mean, that's always important. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's a really good team that they have. David Peralta, um, that's just a solid team to have in AZ. Jake, what do you think about that? No, and especially in the tough NL West, that's a tough, that's a tough division. And you, you, in this situation, you have to ignore the, the slow starts by the L.A. Dodgers and the San Francisco Giants. At the end of the day, 
these teams are highly competitive. They're always going to bring their best to the ballpark on any given day. Yeah. And the Arizona Diamondbacks, out to a 14-6 start, like you said, they're... Eight and three at home, six and three away, mm-hmm. both solid records, and their run differential, plus twenty nine. Ooh, very very important impressive stat there, from the Diamondbacks. Yeah, uh, moving on to the Milwaukee Brewers, the Brew Crew, as uh, some say. Let's, I mean, they have a. Let's not skip dance around it. That they have an unbelievable outfield, with the new additions of Lorenzo Cain and Christian Yelich. Now you add. Lorenzo Cain, Christian Yelich, and Ryan Braun, three guys that can rake, all have speed, all good arms. That's one of the best outfields in the MLB right there. Um, and then you throw in Aaron Thames, Eric Thames, and, uh, yeah, you got yourself some nice little ball club. Uh, they're 13-9. and um, They're second. They're, actually, they're tied with the uh, St. Louis Cardinals for first place, and they easily could win the NL Central. So watch out for the Brewers. And in that NL Central, just to just to mention the Chicago Cubs, only nine and nine, very dis- five underwhelming winning percentage this season. Underwhelming. Yeah. That's a great way to put it. They're I don't I don't know what to say. Yeah. They should be better. Yeah. They with that talent, be with the young talent they have, still like Anthony Rizzo and Chris Bryant, still being young, they should be doing better. Um, Javier Baez has been tre- been tremendous though, to say the least. Uh, but moving on. To the New York Mets. The New York Mets started off blazing hot. Uh, they've cooled down just barely. Uh, they're fourteen and six, five and five in the last ten. But let's not forget who they have here. Yoenis Cespedes has been phenomenal so far. Uh, big arm in uh, left in the left and right field. Um, Todd Frazier's been hitting a few bombs. But let's not forget about you know that very very nice little pitching. Core they have there, Jacob Degrom and Noah Syndergaard. Jake, talk to me. What are you thinking? The well, the New York Mets here. The this division they have a couple couple teams. The Washington Nationals, they're four and a half games back. Pretty a pretty slow start for the Nationals, but I'm sure they'll be back. And the Philadelphia Phillies sitting there at thirteen and seven, only one game behind the Mets. But this New York Mets team, they're an interesting team that you want to watch as we get farther and farther into the season. Like you said, Ioannis Cespedes, the team moves as Ioannis Cespedes moves. Mm -hmm. He is the heart and soul of that roster, and Noah Syndergaard has been blazing hot on the pitching mound. He has got his stuff working, and Jacob deGrom is another amazing pitcher, too. Yeah, for sure. Um, So, yeah, that that pretty much covers um, most of our teams that we just wanted to cover, but let's get into some individual stats. Uh, the long ball. Chicks dig the long ball. That's what people say, man. I mean, hey. hey what can I say? The chicks yeah. dig the long ball. Yeah, so some of the guys that have just been cranking it out. Let's start off with the two studs of the MLB, Mike Trout and Bryce Harper, both tied with eight. I mean, they're gonna they're on pace for like 50. I don't know if they'll stay like that, but Bryce they, Harper they could. could. They definitely could, and you know, they're not playing in the biggest ballparks, so who knows? And they're just trem- with the tremendous strength and power they have, easy money. And then finishing off with Manny Machado and Javi Baez with uh, seven and six. Who thought Javi Baez would be with hit- sitting here with six home runs? Yeah, he's kind of come out of nowhere. He's Javi Baez, we all knew he was a solid player. 
you know, a good young talent for the Chicago Cubs, but he's out here with six home runs and 20 RBIs. Mm, okay. Like, come on now. Okay, okay Javi. Okay. We see you out here, Javi. Playing a good second-slash-shortstop, gold glove. I mean, got a lot of swag to him. He's just doing it right. He's... He's uh he's big league. That's he's big time. I, I'm a big fan of Javi. He's on my uh, fantasy baseball team. So shout out Javi Baez. Manny Machado's also. He's playing shortstop this year. Do you know that? Yeah. Playing, I don't know if I like short, that. It. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure how I feel about that. I wouldn't that. change. I wouldn't change him. Honestly, I'd keep him at the hot corner. Yeah. No. You you gotta keep him at third. But wasn't there a lot of speculation and talk that he might be dealt to a team like mm-hmm. the Yankees or Money. some? I mean that's. Yeah, the Orioles are going to have a tough time. They have a lot of free agents, Adam Jones and, and Manny Machado, yeah, et cetera. They're going to have a tough time. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see uh, who gets bought out in the future, uh, like Manny Machado, uh, Bryce Harper. But, yeah, uh, that concludes our MLB Baseball Podcast. It's been real, guys. Thanks for listening. Till next time, we'll, we'll continue with more uh, baseball podcasts. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Till next time, peace.